Welcome back to What's for Dinner. This week we're in a professional kitchen with Richie Castillo and Alex O'Neill from Bahe, an awesome food truck and pop-up restaurant that specialises in Filipino food. The Philippines is a country made up of over 7,000 islands. It's in Southeast Asia and has an amazing food culture. Bahe means home in the Tagalog language and Richie and Alex make this week's reporters, siblings Olivia and Sam, feel right at home in their kitchen. Together, they made lumpia, which are Filipino spring rolls. There are a few stages to the prep and cooking process, so I'll break the ingredients up that way. These ingredients will make around 30 spring rolls. So, for the filling you will need, one kilogram of pork mince. You can use oyster mushrooms for a vegetarian version. 300 grams of white cabbage shredded, 200 grams of carrots grated, one large onion thinly sliced, four cloves of garlic grated, one tablespoon fine sea salt, freshly ground black pepper, one tablespoon of Maggi all-purpose seasoning, one tablespoon of sugarcane vinegar, one tablespoon of soy sauce. For the wrapping and frying, two eggs whisked, one tablespoon of water, vegetable oil for deep frying, 30 spring roll pastry wraps, which are available in the frozen food sections of most Asian grocery stores. For the dipping sauce, you will need one garlic clove smashed, two tablespoons sugarcane vinegar, one chilli if you'd like some spice. There are lots of ingredients here, so remember you can check out the details for this at rt.ie slash kids. Right, let's crack on. It's over to Olivia and Sam who are getting stuck into the vegetable prep. Hello, my name's Olivia and I'm 12 years old. Hello, my name is Sam and I'm 9 years old. Today we're cooking with Richie from Bahe. What are we cooking today? We're cooking lumpia Shanghai, which is lumpia translates to spring rolls. Um, it's a pork-filled spring roll with cabbage, carrots, onions and garlic. Um, deep fried, tasty. Richie, what's your favourite dish? Uh, my favourite dish um, would probably be curry curry. It's basically a dish made with oxtail, so the tail of a cow. With it's braised down with like peanuts, um, some green beans, aubergines, um, bagong, which is I don't know if you like shrimp, but it's a fermented shrimp paste. It's kind of stinky, it's um, but it's really tasty, like it tastes better than it smells. What are we gonna do first, Richie? We need to get all our veg prepped in veg, like carrots and the cabbage. There's quite a lot of water, so what we're gonna do first is we're gonna shred the cabbage. We're going to add some salt to the cabbage first. The secret like vegetables like this is that if you cut them up really small, you don't taste them. They like disintegrate into the meal. So it's a really good way to get secret vegetables in. Do you like any vegetables at all? Oh. You like potatoes? Yeah. That's what I like. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like vegetables, Olivia? Um, I like potatoes and peas and... Corn. Corn. Yeah. Okay. Does someone want to peel some carrots for me? Yeah. yeah. Let's do 
That's quite a big painter. Just, just watch your fingers, though. Okay. Really be careful. It's quite sharp. This way? Yeah. When I'm finished the vegetable, I'm going to get you to add some salt and mix it around. Because what salt does to vegetables and anything, when you add salt to something, it draws out all the moisture in the water. If we don't take out all the water, the spring rolls are going to get really wet and they're going to burst and Soggy. split. Soggy, exactly. Have you ever had Have you ever had a spring roll? No. No. Neither. No. Spring rolls were the first thing that a lot of Richie's friends growing up was the first Filipino food they ever tried. So every birthday party that Richie had, Richie's dad made a mountain of spring rolls. And every time, even to this day, all of his friends come over, they want to know, Richie's dad, Lito, has he got his spring rolls? So I think you'll like them. So you're going to put your left hand here and your right hand on the top of the carrot. And you're just going to push it down. But make sure to keep your fingers up here. Otherwise, you're going to grate your finger off. (laughs) And we don't want finger spring rolls. Take your time. Doing a great guard from you, Olivia. By the way, the breaking is actually very hard. <laughs> well, this is just stuff to rub it on. If you want to take a big pinch of salt, yeah. pick some up, but you want to make sure they're like, because it's like salt crystals, so you want to pinch it like that. If you want to put two a pinch each, so you take this. So another one? Yeah. So, putting salt in, two reasons one it's going to help season it but also like I said it's going to help dry out all the water okay see what I'm doing with my hand if you want to like mix it this would be like bacon so when you're making scones or something like this yeah so if you just mix everything together you get the carrots and the cabbage together yeah good job yeah okay Okay, so what you want to do now is once once you've salted it and mixed it together, you want to kind of let it sit for like 10 minutes, maybe eight minutes or something. And you're going to see all the water will start to come out and we're going to give it a squeeze and drain it. The next job, we're going to cook the pork. So this is called, this is called a plancha or a flat top grill. You probably don't have one of these in your house. <laughs> but this will work on a pan just as much. Is there any particular oil that you should use to cook the mince? And regular vegetable oil. I'm using sunflower oil here, but a neutral tasting oil. So I just want to make sure the grill's hot enough. So you see that it's kind of like sizzling now. I kind of want to hear that. So I'm also just uh, seasoning some of the pork which is some salt and pepper. Why do we season meat? For flavor. So always kind of when cooking chicken meat, salt and pepper is your kind of go-to seasoning. Um, but with this recipe as well, because in the mix, there's also going to be some soya sauce and the Maggi sauce as well. That's quite salty. So we don't want to add too much salt. How do you know when it's cooked? Like, does it turn a certain color? Yeah. Once. It's not red and the juices that come out of it are clear. We know that it's cooked. Yeah. I'm gonna get you guys to season it with some sauce from you know. Do you wanna squirt some of that on? Yeah, perfect. And here we have some light soy sauce. Do you wanna pour out one tablespoon? 
Perfect. That's okay. So we just put it on the meat. Did you put in the garlic yes. as well? Yes, just before you, just before um, you cook, I added, you added the soy sauce, I put the garlic in. So the reason I put the garlic in towards the end is because the garlic burns quite quickly. So if I was to put it in at the start, the garlic will burn and it tastes, it'll become really bitter. You'll get that smell of the garlic. It smells so nice. You put the thing about spring rolls when we're cooking, so you can. Everything has to be cool before you wrap them. Otherwise, it's going to go soggy as well. What I'm doing here is I have a strainer over a bowl, and I'm putting the pork into the strainer because I want the excess fat to come off the pork. Because otherwise, it's going to go soggy, just like just like the vegetables. We're just going to let this let this hang out over here. So we're going to go back over to the vegetables that you guys prepared earlier on. You kind of see, yeah. see the way it's kind of like wet now. Yeah. So that's from all the salt that you added. So it started to dry out some of the moisture. So what we're gonna do now. So what I normally do is, you see all the chicken and carrots. There's, there's quite a lot of moisture. So what I do is I take the vegetables and I give them a squeeze. Very big squeeze. The more, the longer you leave them, the 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 more moisture comes out or is like yeah exactly the more the more it comes out like like every vegetable is going to be different carrots have quite a lot of moisture in them just take a handful and then you just okay but this is so this actually looks like there's not too much water in it. <laughs> you're never going to get all the moisture out of the vegetable because if we were to put this in the spring roll and then we let it sit it's going to get soggy do you want one? yeah so we'll do it together Squeeze all the rest. This is so hard. I know, yeah, yeah. That's why I didn't want to do it. <laughs> it's mostly the carrot, you see, it's all orange juice. With some orange juice, Sam? Yeah. Carrot juice is quite nice, though. Can you drink that? Like, is that like. Oh, yeah. Oh, right, okay. No. There we go. I'm with Sam on this one. Carrot juice is okay, but salty cabbage and carrot juice. I don't think so. I'm seriously impressed by how involved Olivia and Sam are in this recipe. And it's so cool that Richie and Alex are sharing the recipe for one of their most popular dishes in Bahé. Lumpia are lots of fun to make. There's the usual stuff like chopping and grating, but there's also squeezing, wrapping and making egg glue. Time to get rolling. Now we're getting to the fun part. Hooray! I want to crack an egg. You want to crack an egg? Yeah. Very good. Perfect. In here? Yeah. Oh, sure. So basically we're going to have to wrap all the stuff in a spring roll. And it's like, like an envelope, we need something to glue it. So we're going to use egg wash. So eggs, particularly when you use it to seal something. And proteins in the egg when they cook, creates like a barrier in the seal. So it helps to not um, burst. So I just have two eggs in here, but also we're going to put a, a little bit of water in it as well. Just like a tablespoon of water. Yeah, you just want to mix it together. So our pork is now cold. Normally me and my family make, we all sit around the table together and roll hundreds of spring rolls. <laughs> so what we're doing is we're going to add the pork into the vegetable mix. I'm combining the vegetables and the pork. 
do want it, everything incorporated together because when you're eating the spring rolls, you want bits of bits of pork, bits of the cabbage. Do either of you like mushrooms? No. No? <laughs> no. Mushrooms are very good in this too. You think it's... I love favorite. mushrooms, yeah. but when I was younger, when I was, when I was your age, I didn't like mushrooms. I didn't like tomatoes. No. No. Would mushrooms be a good way to make this vegetarian? Yeah. The best greeting that I've found is uh, oyster mushrooms. Oyster mushrooms are, to me, they're the meat of the vegetable kingdom. They're super meaty. Um, same with the pork. Tear them up, saute them so they're nice and crispy, all the moisture. The same process, exact same seasoning. Just with oyster mushrooms, and to be honest, I love oyster mushrooms. They're just just as good, like in my eyes. Is Filipino food? I like. I personally quite like black pepper. There's a nice bit of heat and spice to it. So I'm adding more, some more salt. So this is mild and sea salt. It's not as salty as normal salt. So this is natural sea salt crystals. This you can actually put quite a lot, and it won't be as salty. We need the pastry wraps. So these come frozen. You need to defrost them. So you kind of, you have to separate them. Is it hard to peel it off? Yeah, you can have a go. So you kind of have to be a little bit delicate. Let's see. Yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah. Perfect. So they're not <gasps> as delicate as you hard? feel. Yeah, so keep going, okay? This is easier than making them, though, I assure you. Mm -hmm. What I have here on top of the spring rolls, wet cloth, so it's just kind of damp. So when you're not using them, you have to have a cloth covering. What, happen what happens when they dry up? So it gets kind of like crispy and you can't use it. So you always want to make sure. Just like it's a wet crispy, cup. could you eat it? Yeah, it's going to be nice though. Um, you can see. Would okay. there be flavor to it? No, these are quite neutral. Okay. You'll see. I'm going to do one first. And then I'm going to let you just try do one and see. See, can you get it? But don't worry, there's loads. We've loads, so. I lay it so it's like a diamond yeah. facing upwards. And then I take some of the mix and I put it down here like this. You just take a bit? Yeah. So in the restaurant, to be consistent, we would weigh it out on a, on a weighing scale, just like a bacon. So we would do maybe 30 to 40 grams, depending. So you want to have the mix at the back and you take the bottom part and you fold it over. And then you keep your fingers here and you need to roll it. But make sure it's tight while you're doing it. But not too tight. Um, to be honest, you can actually go quite tight because if they're not tight enough, they're going to burst because there's too much air in them. So you see the way I had it? I have my fingers and it's like tight. And from here, I fold the sides in. And then I take the brush with the egg wash. And with this, you can be generous. You just paint the egg onto it. Would you taste egg after you've no, like- you, No, you won't taste this at all. Yeah, okay. And then from here, I just roll it. Yeah. So cool. Perfect. And then the rest of after now you gotta do 999 more of them. So do you wanna try and make one now? Yeah. Um, okay. Okay, okay yeah. <laughs> you, you know it one by one? You can get sound first. All right. It's probably a bit too much. Don't worry about it. So if you push everything back. And then like that? Yeah. Make sure it's really tight. Like yeah, you're rolling tuck that underneath. Bag, yeah, so. yeah, like you're rolling a sleeping bag. Oh yeah, you're in the cubs, yeah. So like you're rolling up your sleeping bag. Yeah, perfect. Now roll it, keep rolling it. It's like the sleeping bag. Keep it really tight. Perfect, okay, right. 
Now, you want to paint? Perfect. Okay, now. The last part of the sleeping bag, so you need to make sure it's tight and you keep going. Dang. Literally better than the one she made off you. Literally. Yay! <laughs> I've made loads. She's made a lot. That's really good. Very good. It was easy. A bit. Yeah. Alright, Olivia, next. So. Don't mess up. Okay. Too much. I put too much on. I took some out. That bit is kind of hard, like tucking it under. Yeah, that's the hardest part. It's quite messy. <laughs> Egg glue. <laughs> Good job. That's better than mine. That's actually better than both of ours. <laughs> okay, so just before the guys get cooking, I want to go over the wrapping with you as it can be a wee bit tricky to follow. First, place the pastry wrapper in front of you like a diamond. Then you spoon on about 30 or 40 grams of the filling about a quarter of the way up the wrap. Then you fold over the bottom corner and tightly roll away from you. About halfway up, fold in the sides and tuck tightly. Continue to roll tightly forwards. Once you have a lip, like an envelope at the top, brush it with egg wash and roll over tightly to seal. Then, just repeat that until all the mix is gone. Okay, time to get on to the cooking part of the recipe. Now this is serious because we're dealing with hot oil, so you absolutely have to have an adult on hand to supervise closely. Richie and Alex helped Olivia and Sam with this part as hot oil can be really dangerous, so they didn't take any chances. Right, back to the kitchen. So the oil, you kind of want it around 170. Any higher, any, like so, if you wanted to make, say we made these and you want them next week, you can freeze them, okay? And then you can just cook them straight from the freezer. But they're going to take a little bit longer when you cook them from the freezer. But when they're fresh and they're not frozen, you want it about 170. And you're gonna put it in the fryer. You see the way it's kind of bubbling now? Yeah. That means that's all the moisture the vacuum escaping. So is all that moisture all the moisture we didn't squeeze out from all the vegetables? Yeah, so you'll see it kind of bubbling away. That's just all the moisture evaporating from the surface and it's starting to crisp. Yeah, 165, 170 normally, and then you have it in the basket and you just drop it. Because when you're cooking with a fryer, because the way it's built, it's gonna keep the same temperature. How long do these usually cook for? Because everything's already cooked and you're really just looking to get them crispy. So they've been in like three minutes. So you're probably looking at five to six minutes um, or until you kind of see a light golden brown color. You can get a kitchen cloth or some kitchen roll because you want to absorb some of the oil. And you see how much, see how much the oil is coming off. Yeah. So you kind of just, just want to make sure to get off as much as you can. You can kind of hear how crispy they are. Like. And always, even though you put loads of salt that look like loads of salt, always in the kitchen. Even though you season when you cook, you want to season with some more salt. You take that like now. <laughs> Would it be like really hot? Yes, that's also the other thing. It's like lava. Okay. How long would it take to dry? Um, or like, cool. I'd wait like two or three minutes. For me, if you're impatient like me, I always try to eat them bad. Like. It's a tradition in the Philippines. The dipping sauces, vinegar and garlic. It's always just a classic. 
I see a lot of vinegar in Filipino food because initially it's so hot over there and it's so humid that also refrigeration and stuff, particularly people who live in like the countryside, they wouldn't have refrigeration. Um, they live in things called Bahai Kubos, they're little wooden bamboo huts. So a lot of the food has lots of vinegar in it because vinegar acts as a method of preservation, preserves it longer so they're able to keep it out in the hot temperatures and give it a bit more time. This isn't the vinegar we put on their chips, though, is no, it? No, so this is sugarcane vinegar. Okay. It's most popular. Well, coconut vinegar and sugarcane vinegar are the most popular forms of vinegar in the Philippines. But a little bit hot. Pick up a hollow one or you can cut them in half. Would we taste the vegetables? Yeah, it's good. Hey. Yeah! Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. It's kind of... It's like, it's not hard, but like the outside it's crispy. And then when you bite into it, it's like really soft and like moist and it's really nice. <laughs> but I could kind of uh, like feel the feel carriage, the cabbage. <laughs> and it was like crunchy. Yeah. yeah. Whoa, there's no greater thumbs up than someone who isn't a big veggie fan happily munching on a spring roll packed with cabbage and carrots. Nice work, Olivia and Sam. Your lumpia are clearly delicious and you pushed out of your comfort zone, which is not always easy to do. Richie grew up making these with his family and they were a big hit with his friends. I can totally see how it would be lots of fun to have friends over to make these. Richie and Alex have made literally thousands of them and that's how they like to do it too. And if you don't have a deep fat fryer, you could always make some and bring them over to a friend's house to cook together. After all, that's what's so great about food. It's all about bringing people together. This is the last in the current series of What's For Dinner. Well, kinda. There may be a surprise bonus episode featuring those banana lumpia Alex was talking about, coming soon. You can also check out more of Richie and Alex food in their new book, Maserap, which means tasty, at glossedabooks.com. As always, let me know how you get on making lumpia. Just pop me an email at junior at orte.ie. You can even send me some of your recipe ideas. You can find all of our recipes at orte.ie slash kids. What's for Dinner is presented by me, Florrie Flanagan. Our banging original theme tune is by Hugh Fowler. Production on this episode was by Janie Lanagan.